It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 28th of September. I'm Tom Clayton. And I'm Cara Bentley. Homes and businesses destroyed in Cuba as Hurricane Ian moves towards mainland USA. When you look at storm surge of this nature, that is a very uh, life-threatening hazard. When you're talking about 10 feet, 12 feet of storm surge, which you could see in certain parts uh, of this when it makes landfall. And a body that monitors the global economy says the UK's new economic plan will increase inequality. We do not recommend large and untargeted fiscal packages at this juncture. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The sounds of driving rain and high winds in Cuba as Hurricane Ian passes through on its way to Florida. The entire province of Piña del Rio was evacuated on Tuesday and power was cut to every home by officials there. The scene after the storm hit, devastation. Trees felled over power lines, homes destroyed, as well as farms and businesses. Abel Hernandez is a tobacco grower in the area. It was disastrous. It was never seen this way before. Sometimes hurricanes pass through here, but not of this magnitude. It destroyed our houses, our tobacco drying huts, our farms, the fruit trees, everything. On mainland USA, residents of Florida are being urged to stay calm despite the threat of the storm. Governor Ron DeSantis provided this update on Tuesday night. When you look at storm surge of this nature, that is a very uh, life-threatening hazard. When you're talking about 10 feet, 12 feet of storm surge, which you could see in certain parts uh, of this when it makes landfall. Uh, It's also going to produce a massive amount of rain. It is going to produce major, major flooding. Uh, The storm, when it impacts land, it's expected, yes, it will weaken, but it will also slow, which means it's just going to be churning out rain, moving at a snail's pace. That rain is going to pile up very quickly. But residents who experience stormy weather like this every year have been stockpiling various items, including food, gasoline and water, as it's not a certainty how long the weather will last. In Port Charlotte, a city north of Fort Myers on the west coast of the state, resident Bruce Henry says he's experienced it all before. We're having a hurricane. People freak out when there's hurricanes. Everybody goes out and gets gas waters, food, they'll pile up on stuff, and it happens. I've seen it several times. I've only lived um, in this area since 1985, so I've been here for a long time. Don't panic. Use common common sense and level head and just do what you got to do. Florida officials are expecting Hurricane Ian to make landfall on the state on Wednesday, with heavy rain expected to last into Thursday. Winds are expected to peak at 129 miles per hour, with 2.5 million people under evacuation warnings on the Gulf Coast. The National Hurricane Center says Ian was most likely to come ashore south of Tampa near Sarasota, a region popular with tourists and retirees. 
Following the UK Chancellor's mini-budget or fiscal events last week, the International Monetary Fund, an organisation with 190 member countries which seeks to stabilise the global economy by monitoring policies and lending money, has said the budget will counteract the efforts of the Bank of England to try to limit the impact of the cost of living increase and that the UK's plan for the economy should be reconsidered. The Chancellor, Kwasi Kwarteng, announced lots of cuts to taxes on Friday, stamp duty, national insurance and the 45% rate of income tax for earners of more than £150,000. For too long in this country, we've indulged in a fight over redistribution. Now we need to focus on growth, not just how we tax and spend. We won't apologise for managing the economy in a way that increases prosperity and living standards. This announcement comes as the price of food has increased by 10.6% in a year. In response to the mini-budget, an IMF spokesperson gave this response in a statement. We do not recommend large and untargeted fiscal packages at this juncture, as it is important that fiscal policy does not work at cross-purposes to monetary policy. The nature of the UK measures will likely increase inequality. The Bank of England has also said in response that it will have to increase interest rates again, making mortgage payments higher for some, in response to the pound losing value when compared to the US dollar following the tax cut announcements. The International Monetary Fund has hinted that the UK should change course, saying that a full-length budget in November would give the Chancellor an early opportunity for the UK government to consider ways to provide support that is more targeted and re-evaluate the tax measures especially those that benefit high-income earners, it said. On the way, pop singer Shakira faces court and could lifting weights save your life? Times of London Daily World Briefing As Ukraine's counter-offensive continues and citizens flee Russia, pro-Moscow officials say all four of the occupied areas of Ukraine have voted to join Russia. Respected friends, the referendum has taken place. We've come such a long way to this, and here it is, the colossal result. It wouldn't be true to say we didn't expect such a result. I believed and believe in Donbass. I believe in our people. We've wanted this for so long. We dreamed about this in 2014, and we acted after that, making history. And so it is a historical day. We are reuniting with our big motherland, with the great Russia. It follows five days of voting in so-called referendums that have been widely condemned by Western nations. The results of the vote show the support ranging from 87 to 99 percent. The head of the upper house of the Russian parliament said the chamber might consider annexation on October the 4th. Ukrainian MP Lysia Vasilenko told Times Radio how annexation plays into Russia's plan. Russia's first and foremost plan was to invade and uh, annex us by force. Uh, That plan didn't quite work out well because Ukraine's army got the support that it needed, has got the skills that it needs and has started fighting back and regaining the territories. So this is where plan B kicked in. Later, the United Nations Security Council set to discuss a resolution saying the results will never be accepted. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky agrees that it's a sham. This farce in the occupied territories cannot even be called an imitation of a referendum. What would be proclaimed as resorts were known beforehand. Even the intelligence community didn't have to put too much effort into it. The agreed-upon figures for this farce were leaked to the media. Russia is blatant about it.
Gabriel Gavin is a Eurasian politics and culture journalist. He explains what happens now. These occupied territories of Ukraine will be annexed by the Kremlin. They will be considered formally, probably as early as this week, part of Russia. And in uh, in Russia's constitution, in much of its kind of founding doctrine, any attack on any Russian territories, an attack on all of Russia, and it puts all these options on the table of things that you can do. Putin's very obliquely said, we, we, will, we will take no options off the table, including our nuclear weapons. We're not bluffing. The United States has dismissed the Kremlin's nuclear talk as a scare tactic. Russia and European countries are both claiming that damage to two gas pipelines running from east to west could be sabotage. Denmark's armed forces and the Swedish Coast Guard released a video on Tuesday showing bubbles rushing to the surface of the Baltic Sea above the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines and said the largest gas leak had caused disturbance across well over a kilometre. Denmark restricted shipping in a five nautical mile radius and a small no-fly zone. The head of Denmark's energy agency, Christopher Batzaul, explained when they think it happened. We know that there have been three leaks on Nord Stream 1 and 2. The one on Nord Stream 2 happened the night between Sunday and Monday, and the damages on Nord Stream 1 happened Monday evening. He went on to say a lot of gas is leaking out, perhaps several million cubic metres every hour. The pipes are being emptied, but it will take several days before they are completely empty. Seismologists in Denmark and Sweden who monitor earthquakes registered powerful blasts near the leaks on Monday and German geological research centre GFZ also said a seismograph nearby had recorded two spikes on Monday. The Polish Prime Minister said it was an act of sabotage. The pipes have been the source of some of the diplomatic arguments between Russia and the West as they did supply gas to Europe. The gas supply has been cut off but gas was still inside. The Kremlin has also said it could not rule out sabotage as a cause of the damage, with spokesman Dmitry Peskov describing developments as very concerning news. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With a look at the sport, here's Kane Reeves. The Brazilian Football Federation has issued a statement condemning a racist gesture that was made towards striker Richarlison. The Tottenham forward had a banana thrown at him as he celebrated his goal in Brazil's 5-1 win over Tunisia in Paris. Footage showed Manchester United midfielder Fred kicking the banana away while other objects were also thrown onto the pitch. Prior to the game, the Brazilian players posed for photographs with an anti-racism banner which read, Without black players, we wouldn't have stars on our shirts. The CBF are calling for strong punishments for those involved. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Shakira is due to stand trial in Spain for alleged tax evasion, with prosecutors wanting to see her sent to prison for eight years. The Colombian singer is accused of failing to pay taxes between 2012 and 2014, adding up to 14.5 million euros, or 12.9 million pounds. The disagreement stems over whether she spent more than half the year in Spain or not. She denies any wrongdoing and recently told Spanish Elle magazine, I am confident that I have enough proof to support my case and that justice will prevail in my favour. The pop star who sang Hips Don't Lie and the South Africa World Cup song Waka Waka has a legal defence team which says it will do its job by presenting its written arguments at the appropriate time. 
And finally, we've all seen them around the gym, the vest-wearing, protein-shake-drinking, pure gym-goers who pride themselves on making gains. But perhaps we should be more like them. A study by the British Journal of Sports Medicine found that people who regularly lift weights can cut their all-cause mortality risk by 9%. All told, a person's mortality risk is reduced when they combine weightlifting and aerobic exercise by up to 32%. The journal recommends adults should be doing up to 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise every week to help reduce the risk of heart-related problems in later life. Sounds like we need to head to the gym and start making some gains of our own. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 28th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.